0: This is the Tribune Audio Network. Hi. Hi. Action. And
1: action. And we're on. Welcome to Sip. Survive.
2: And repeat. I
1: gonna called it in for you, Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> we never know. This is the podcast that talks
0: about a little bit about wine. Just like a, like a little like dibble a dabble.
1: Yeah. And then some survival stories we share.
0: Yeah. And then weird ass news. And
1: weird ass news.
0: So Great. it's like real exciting. Uh, we're doing another another. We're doing another heavy hitter today. <laughs> Tell us about the wine now. Um, it's called Le Coal.
1: Le Coal.
0: Le Col. I feel like it's French. Number,
1: number forty-one. It's a Grenache stone tree vineyard, twenty
0: fourteen. Wow. Where'd you get this from?
1: I don't remember. Costco. It was downstairs in my. In your wine cellar? wine cellar, which is also really a closet. Oh, Callie's excited about it. She is excited. Tall girl. So this one was sitting out, and it's the first one I grabbed. So
0: it's really smooth. It's nice. Oh, it has, wait. It's fifth. Hey, Callie, it's 15% alcohol by volume, which is a good amount. Nice amount. Should we pause for a second, Kenny? If you
2: want
0: to. Okay, let's pause for a sec. Okay. We're back. We're back. Callie was getting a little too excited on the other side of the gate.
1: She just wants to hang with the girls. And, and Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> Most importantly, Kenny.
0: <laughs> I think mostly Kenny is what she wants in life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I have to tell you all, I've been dealing with something in my life called plantar fasciitis. Mm. Um, I'm old, apparently. are not old. Okay. When you say you're old, that means I'm old. Oh. Then we're extremely young <laughs> and vibrant. <laughs> And um, so if you don't know, plantar fasciitis it' like is something that hurts your heel and your, the arch of your foot. It's like some sort of, there's mm. a fascia, which is some sort of like tissue that goes from like your heel, stretches all the way out to your toes, and then if it gets like to your tail feather. <sighs> yeah, basically. And anyway, what I can tell you is my feet hurt. Oh. And they've been hurting for a little while, and I ignored it. And now my knees hurt because I've been walking funny because my feet hurt. And now my hips hurt and my back hurt because it all, the is connected to the arm bone. The
1: arm bone's connected to your plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Bullshit. Are you going to have to wear tennis shoes to work?
0: No, I don't know if you saw the very stylish shoes I walked in And I did not. Let me pick them up. Hold on. right there, there. So how long is this? Those are cute. Okay. Okay, girl. Those are not bad. They So they're kind of mom-like. Uh, they are Dansko brand, which you may be familiar with a little Dansko clog. I sure am. Whoop! Didn't and they make leotards as well? I don't know if they make leotards. They definitely oh. make clogs and a lot of like nurses wear them. Mm, okay. uh, but they have other shoes too. So I also bought some new fall shoes from Dansko. They're super I think nerdy. I those are cute. Well, I have super nerdy ones for fall that are like little Mary Janes. I have mm-hmm. a little blue pair and I have a black pair and a wine pair coming. And I'm just going to wear dorky shoes for the rest of the year. Are this you going go to go the doctor? no I don't think they can do much they'll tell you they'll tell me to stretch I've had it before are you gonna stretch (laughs) sure like are we gonna do our diet (laughs) sure let's talk about that (laughs) all right so my plantar fasciitis is under control because of my shoes shoes. and I'm gonna start stretching. yes wearing shoes that have support helps
1: do you need any bands to help you stretch because I have some leftover from my knee injury Ooh, maybe I'm gonna grab this for you okay thank you thank you I'm going to hook you up with some orthotics.
0: (laughs) Yeah, girl. Oh, my God. We're so weird. Um, Okay. Diet update. Mm. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Kenny, how many pounds did I gain?
2: Okay, Jenny. So from week one, you were 181.9. Amazing. Your goal, 172.8.
0: Yes.
2: (laughs) You are now at 183.9.
0: And that is a total weight loss of plus two. <laughs> <laughs> so really good job! I'm really proud thank of you. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Thank
1: you. I mean, it's gonna happen.
2: But on the bright side, you are beating Danelle. <laughs> and it's probably all
1: muscle.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, like we I don't know if you noticed how good my arms look. They're really they toned. Do. And you look great today. Hey, I love your you. outfit, and thank I you. think
1: you look. I almost said delicious, which is very weird. <laughs> you look very beautiful today. Oh, you You, on a creepy note you look
0: delicious (laughs) (laughs) oh my god can i just before we talk about your weight my friend sarah she lives well she doesn't anymore but she used to live in new york city and she was walking down the street one day to work because she would walk to and from work and she was wearing some very tight jeans and somebody behind her goes Girl, you're all up in them jeans. Delicious. <laughs> Ew.
1: <laughs> I did get cat called a couple months ago, and I was like, mm-hmm,
0: I still got it. I know. I know you're and then not to like, like That's cat calls, gross,
1: but I kind of liked it. I'm I, not it, makes
0: lie. Me, it makes me feel like I still have. I'm a not little... sure who
1: did the cat calling. This mm. is a drive by, but I, I took it.
0: it <laughs> take, take it and it. run.
1: Could have been anybody. Yeah. All right, my way, Kenny. Let's talk about this success.
2: Okay, so you started at 140.2. Mm-hmm. You are now at a total of Mm -hmm. 143.5. How much
0: weight loss is that?
2: A loss of 3.2. 3.3. A loss? Plus (laughs) 3.3. My bad.
0: So I'm up 2 and she's up 3.3. (sighs)
2: 3.3. Perfect. So now the total that you guys want to lose to get to your goal. (laughs) Danelle is 10.3.
1: Damn, that's a lot.
2: Jenny, let me do some quick math. Is <laughs> What did you gain? Give me 1 second. About 11.4. <laughs> so
1: we're close. Here's good news listeners. We got breaking news. Kenny has agreed
0: to let us extend to let us this extend
1: because clearly this is not working out well. I wasn't going to I wasn't taking it serious because here's the thing. I've always been able to like lose weight if I wanted to. Well, now I'm getting older and it's not it's not easy anymore. No, it's
0: not. <laughs> so I need to get
1: serious. And I'm going to start really strapping down even more.
0: Well, OK. So our new um, end date is now my high school reunion, my 20-year high school reunion, which is on October 19th. So we have until then to lose, uh, what is it? I have 11 something pounds and, and I have has 10, 10 something, something pounds, which is totally doable. We can do it. It's going to be fine. It's we're going to do great. it. It's just under two months, right? Yes. Um, we're sure. good. Right. Yeah. So, um, we, I'm, I think we're going to not update every week cause you guys probably don't care, care that much about our weight loss. I mean, maybe you goals, do, but,
1: but you probably don't. Nah uh, but My we'll, mom
2: is your guys' biggest fan right now oh, you, that Mrs. is Thank you Steinbauer
1: We appreciate your faith in us And so far We've let you down Really bad Yeah
0: We're gonna work on it. We're gonna work on that Yeah We got a couple months I think I'm gonna start Lifting weights I think you should I'm going to I I'm feel gonna, like that's The only time that I've ever Lost a great deal of weight Was when I was lifting weights Because again Muscle eats fat mm-hmm. I don't think that's really true But like It helps you burn Stuff while you're sitting Yeah so. I'm gonna do that too <laughs> These are my. This is how much I know about physical activity.
1: No, that's right. You're you're on the right path. Okay, great. Remember, you're the one that told me about the heart rate stuff. <laughs> yeah, look how sweaty my hands are right now. Oh my God, were you nervous to talk about this? I guess so. <laughs> are we talking about this or no?
0: Yes, we are. So
1: I am wearing this amazing, like, what
0: would you call it? Like a sheep's vest, a sherpa, a sherpa, a sherpa vest. Sherpa. Um, it's called um, living the naughty life, and it's from a company called the Savvy Anchor.
1: And this is the softest, most comfortable vest. I'm super into it. I love it. And we're going to put a picture up. Yes. And if there were more colors, I would buy them in more colors. That's right. But I right. love it. It's going to look great with a black shirt underneath. Yes. Or even with a
0: blazer that I'm wearing underneath it now, which is very fashion forward. <laughs> very fashion forward. Um, I got a a hoodie from the Savvy Anchor. Uh, mine has a compass on the back. It's a wine-colored hoodie and it has those thumb holes mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about. i love those and you can
1: wear the you can wear that when you're lifting weights because you can oh use God. your thumbs to lift weights
0: yes perfect multi-purpose and i can also wear it when i'm riding
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I seriously love this it is the she's softest petting thing ever herself, everyone she's love petting it. herself so uh, thank you so i have my uh hoodie and it's really cute i have a picture of me not wearing it correctly i just put the hood over my head and then wrap the sleeves around my arms because i was at the office Uh, But it's real nice, it's real comfy, and I ordered an extra large because I wanted it to be real roomy, like Mm -hmm. wear it with leggings and hang out in it. So, uh, and Kenny...
2: I got like a zip-up sweatshirt, and mm -hmm. it's very soft. It says living the naughty life like Danelle's. Mm -hmm. And when we
0: say that, we mean N-A-U-T-I. Which I love the name of the company, too. So, we're talking about Nautical.
2: That's why the company is Savvy Anchor.
0: That's right. Right. Yes. So... Anyway, long story short, they are uh, one of our new sponsors, and they have a code for you guys. So you go to the website, uh, SavvyAnchor.com, and you use the code Sipsurvive. You can get 30% off anything in the store. I know. Uh, It does not include sale or clearance items. So just keep that in mind. It has to be a full-price item, but you can get 30% off. And um, I say stock up for fall. I love hoodies for fall. Oh, yes anyone who you know who loves boating water ocean lakes Mm -hmm. rivers it's all really cute stuff that is applicable because like we live in Ohio we don't have an ocean but we do have Lake Erie and we also have some other smaller lakes Mm -hmm. um and then my uh my friend who actually runs this company is down in Florida and so she's on the ocean and so it applies to those Mm -hmm. people as well so products are great Oh, my God. They're amazing. So um, make sure you check it out. We'll post some pictures so you can see what they look like. And we'll also post that code again, which is SIP Survive to get 30% yes. off regularly priced items. And I'm wearing a medium, and it fits. Well, you'll see the fit in the picture, but yes, yeah. okay. just for sizing
2: purposes. What size did you get, Kenny? Got a large. Pretty true to size. I'd okay. Say. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would say this is, I'm usually a medium, so. Okay. I guessed. Yep. I was like, I don't yeah. know. Thanks for not getting me a small. appreciate it. <laughs>
0: It's like she's little, but she uh, mm.
1: no, because you want to wear like a shirt underneath it. Like, well, yeah, it's, you know, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I got um, myself an extra large because, like I said, this is well, gonna be like for a le- hoodie, I would want comfy, so yeah. For a
1: hoodie, I would actually probably do a large, yeah. For like, I wanted you know, it
0: with my leggings, yeah, your mm. leggings. <laughs> I don't want to wear pants once it gets cold out, <laughs> f pants. Um, okay, so that's that's our plug for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, are we ready to do this? I think so. Let's do it. Let's do this thing. I'm okay. already starting to sweat. What is wrong with me? I am um, a little a nervous about
1: this week because I'm semi-prepared. I'm semi-not prepared. <laughs> and I don't want to have a sweat stash at the end of this. But I'm let's, already
0: starting to and I'm not I know. I'm pulling my pants up in the shorts right now.
1: <laughs> and sidebar, I was at a production shoot for work today. And <laughs> my zipper was down halfway through the production shoot. And nobody fucking told me. Here's a PSA, everybody. If you see someone zipper down, tell them. Don't let them walk around all day with their zipper down. It's embarrassing. A little bit. There's my PSA. All right. I liked it. Let's do this. Okay. That's aggressive. So, sorry. <laughs> Still angry about it. Okay. So, I'm going to start off with a little blurb of information and then I will reveal my story. Okay. So, there are roughly 40 million victims of human trafficking <gasps> worldwide generating around 150 billion dollars a year which is disgusting it sure is um it's also human trafficking is also the world's fastest growing crime which is like come on people it's 2019 yeah what are we doing what are we doing stop it um so Imagine how many of these people don't get to tell their stories because there's no really like super high-profile cases except for the one that's been out in the news recently Mm. with that motherfucking piece of shit Jeffrey Epstein.
0: Have you heard of him? He's he's dead. dead? Yes. Mm. Sorry, Um, Jeffrey.
1: Sorry, Jeffrey. Although there's a lot of conspiracy theories around his death. I heard. um, Which I'll touch on a few of them, but I don't want this to be like I think it's a good discussion to have, but I think I want to focus on the girls that have come out against him. Yes. His victims. Mm-hmm. Um, because this is called SIP Survivor Peace. So, Let's
0: talk about the survivors.
1: So the sad thing is is that it shouldn't have taken over a decade and a half for his accusers to be able to face him in court, which they're never going to get to face him in court now because I don't think – here's sidebar. I don't mm-hmm. think he killed himself. I think it was a murder. And I think he had, as you will learn in my story, he had a lot of blackmail and a lot of people. And I think if he would have went to court, a lot of that would have come out. And I think he was murdered. Dun, dun, dun. That is my theory. Oh, my God. I
2: I think someone forced him to do it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 I think it was an assisted suicide. (gasps) Like a forced assisted suicide. Is that what you're saying, Kenny? Yes, that's what
2: I'm saying. Kind of like a... Not kind of, but like that documentary. I love you now, die. You yeah, know, she kind of like pushed him into it. This was a much more serious. This was like more.
1: Godfather. I'm going to give you razor blade. Go into the bathtub. Yeah. Okay, I ripped that off. Someone else used that analogy the other day. Okay, so um, I I'm am going to here
0: like what's happening. So
1: I'm going to talk a little bit. I'm going to give you a little bit of background information on him for those of you that maybe haven't researched him. Yeah. I will say I went down a very deep, dark rabbit hole last night and. It, that's why I'm semi-prepared because I read so many, so much about him that it just, it consumes you. So I'm going to try to summarize as much as I can. And then after I go over some info about him, I'm going to talk about the eight victims that have come forward at this point. When I started the research, I think there's been more that have come out since. Okay. Um, but um, so some facts about Jeffrey Epstein. He was 66 years old when he died, um, which I believe was last week that he, um, Again, conspiracy where he killed himself, but I think he was murdered in jail. By the way, he was on suicide watch. Yes. And yet he wasn't on suicide watch. So mm-hmm. there's that. And mm-hmm. there's now saying that some of the logs were fudged and like he just wasn't being watched. So it was just mm-hmm. um, he was a proclaimed billionaire and a class ass. A, I wrote this in a class act piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Forbes kind of disagreed with his billionaire status. Although, I mean, he definitely had a lot of money. They didn't, they never like gave him that claim of a billionaire, but he would always claim that he was a billionaire. Interesting. Um, he was in the financial world. Mm-hmm. Um, and he started his career as a math teacher interestingly enough wow! and he was pretty smart according to records and he even skipped two grades in high school whatever
0: i feel like that just makes people socially awkward but which is
1: probably why he's a sociopath yes um he was at first or he was recently arrested in july of 2019 on charges of sex trafficking and conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking while he was flying back from his home in paris so he was arrested in the airport okay so, I just thought it was interesting because he's super, super wealthy. So, it was embarrassing to him, which I loved. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, before. Pinel's eyes are lighting I, with I was like, joy. yes, he was
1: embarrassed at the New York airport. Yes. Perfect. Okay. So, before he was arrested this past July, mm-hmm. he was previously convicted back in 2008, I believe, um, of a charge um, for a uh, high profile. Basically, he pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor, it turns out to be. Oh. And he's a sex offender, registered sex offender. So
0: what, what was the misdemeanor?
1: Um, I'll tell you. So um, he had a, before I get into that, he was, um, he had a high profile uh, social circle um, and his associates include Bill Clinton, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Queen Elizabeth's son, Prince Andrew, <gasps> who comes up quite a bit in some of the victim statements Uh-oh. and also his um, attorney, And law professor, and and a high profile law professor from Harvard. So these charges that first came about in 2008 um, turned into a plea deal,
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. which
1: allowed him to avoid federal prosecution by pleading guilty to soliciting a minor for prostitution in the Florida state court. So why is that a misdemeanor? I don't know.
0: Okay, so he was soliciting a minor. For prostitution, meaning he was trying to get a young yes. person yes. to be a prostitute. Yes. Gotcha. But not necessarily okay. for himself.
1: Right. Which I think is why he kind of got so the deal was negotiated in secret. Okay. Because they wanted it out of the press. And the other shady part of it is that they never informed Epstein's victims. So the girls that had turned him in for this charge, mm-hmm. they never told him that them that they had like done a deal behind the like under the table. Oh, okay. That's so, rude. um, rude. Rude, right. So, basically, um, let's see. Da, 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 da. So, the victim that initially first came out, her name is Courtney Wilde, which I'll talk to her, talk about her later in the um, article. But basically, she said that as soon as this deal was signed, they silenced my voice and the voices of all of Epstein's other victims by making the plea deal without the victim's knowledge, which is technically illegal. So,
0: it wasn't just you know, there was a one minor that he was trying to solicit. It was oh, multiple. Right. He just got charged... With one. With one and took a plea deal. And he
1: had to register as a sex offender in Florida. Okay. whoop de doo I mean, not whoop de doo but, but... Still, right. I feel like... So there's a background. So this is like 2008 things start to rumble and then it just all goes away and goes quiet. Mm -hmm. So during this time, he also owns six properties. Okay. One of his properties is in New York Mm -hmm. and records show that the title for this mansion was transferred to him from his mentor and client, Les Wexner. Do you know who that is? That name he owns, sounds really
0: from fami- a. He lives
1: in Columbus, Ohio, and he owns Victoria's Secret.
0: Yes!
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. That piece of shit. <laughs> um, in 1996 for $0. Huh? Right. So weird. Yeah. So this is a huge... Well, like one of the largest mansions in um, Manhattan, New York, mm-hmm. transferred to Epstein's name for $0. Um, it's a 40-room so house.
0: 40 rooms? Yes.
1: In the house, a massive mural of a prison yard... A massive table with sex toys and lubricants. A no. life-size female doll hanging from the chandelier. A sculpture of a naked African woman. Um, a room covered in all leather and stuffed in a stuffed black poodle perched on the grand piano. Now
0: I'm going to draw the line right I there. Know. I'm going to draw the line right motherfucking there. You can't be dragging poodles into this. Do not drag. No. They are nice. Sedona. Dogs. Sedona. My fucking poodle is amazing. Don't. Uh.
1: Also, um, along with a ton of photograph, nude photographs that the FBI has recently um, found turned nude up in a photographs safe. Photographs
0: of like people who have been in the house. They didn't
1: specify, which I'll get into that too. So this
0: sounds like a real messed up. Um, what's that? That guy who has the sex, the gray. The sex. The sex, you know, the sex, um, the gray. You know, the uh, oh. Fifty Shades of Gray. Yes. I it's was going like to say gray's anatomy, and I'm but like, worse. that's not it.
1: It's like that, but worse.
0: But 40 rooms worth. Okay. 40 rooms.
1: So Sweet. then he also has a property in New Mexico, and there is speculation that in the state of New Mexico because he was convicted of a or he had to register as a sex offender in Florida. New Mexico does not require you to register as a sex offender. So people are saying that he also owned a property in New Mexico because of this reason. So he could just roam free New Mexico without people knowing he was a sex offender.
0: Wait. Once you're, I thought once you're a sex offender you have to be on all the registries. So if you move from like Florida Mm -hmm. to New Mexico for example. According to
1: some articles I read, according to the World Wide Web that is not true.
0: Yeah, The internet is totally right all the time.
1: And on his New Mexico ranch, um, he had like a helicopter landing pad, like all sorts of like fancy. all the
0: illegal people in.
1: He also had a 72-acre private island known as Little St. Jeff in the U.S. Virgin Islands.
0: Gross. Yeah. Uh,
1: Locals apparently called it Pedophilia Island. <gasps> I heard about that. Yes. I did
0: hear about that. Yes. I've never heard it called Little Jeffy Island or whatever. Yeah, he,
1: it was really called um, St. James, I think, but he called it Little, little St. Jeff, which is gross.
0: And I feel like Little Pedophile Island is probably more accurate. accurate. Yeah.
1: Um, he also had a property. He also bought another... Uh, Virgin Islands property or island, I guess. It was 165 acres nearby and it was called Great St. James. So you had Little James or Little Jeff and Great St. James. Gross. Okay. And then also his main property initially was in Palm Beach, Florida. And here are some of the items found inside of it. Here we go. (laughs) Framed nude photos, massage tables, a wide variety of toys, bathroom soap shaped like genitalia. Why? Um, A fully equipped dentist chair in one Of the bathrooms. No. What? Why? A photo of Epstein with the Pope hanging next to one of him with a young girl. I don't know. I'm assuming the girl was naked. Um, And then also there was, I think, Kenny, I don't know if you know this one, but there was also a picture of Bill Clinton. A painting of Bill Clinton in his Virgin Islands home. Yeah,
2: I've seen the painting, and
1: it's like mocking. If you guys Google Image it, it's like mocking the Hillary blue dress scandal, where it's a painting of you mean Bill the Clinton, Monica, Monica. Thank you, sorry, Monica, Hillary. sorry, Hillary, Monica Lewinsky. Like, so Bill Clinton's wearing like the blue dress and red heels with lipstick on, like smirking, and, and him and, and, and Bill were have friends. A white stain
2: on it, and the, he's no, like he's but, posed like uh, paint me like one of your French girls.
0: Yes. Oh Jesus. Christ. Yes. Oh, my God. And this is in his what house? This
1: is in the U.S. Virgin Islands home. Gross. He's Absolute just oh, he's disgusting.
0: Yeah. Um, and then there's... Well, I just... So, I assume this Jeffrey Epstein is not married?
1: No. Okay. Mm-mm.
0: Um, he has had a
1: few, like a couple love interests throughout his life. And the one love interest they
0: walk into his house and they go, and I'm done. Well, they were, the one
1: girl was a part of it and she helped <gasps> like wrangle the women. And I don't yes, understand that. I don't get it. Okay. It's so sick. Okay. Um, and then he had a house, a home in Paris. I'm just, I'm telling you about all these properties because I want you to know how wealthy this man was and how much yeah. control he had. I just,
0: I can't believe that they're all so gross. Yes. If you want to have a sex room or a sex swing,
1: get or, it. Or Whatever. A- for your, dr-
0: for your, your, for you and your or, spouse. Or a drawer full of sex toys. You get you. I get it. Fine. But,
1: but not for underage girls. Not for
0: underage girls. And not an entire fucking mansion. Relax. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Relax. And not multiple houses. Correct. <laughs> so he also had a house in Paris, but that property has not been raided yet, so little is known about it, at least from what I've read. Mm-mm. So one of the theories that... Um, kept Epstein protected mm-hmm. and maybe is one of the reasons why that New York property was $0 is he kept cameras in all of his houses and um, he concealed them in numerous pra- places and he would record sexual activity activity with underage girls by prominent people <gasps> and use them to blackmail. So is let's, that why he's rich? I think that's part of the reasons why, why he's rich. Yes. That's my own personal. Yes. So, like, let's for example say Bill Clinton, which this is not. This stated is yet. This, this is, is why, speculation. This is why he shouldn't allegedly. be dead. Allegedly,
2: everything we're saying is allegedly. Yes, this <laughs> is so,
0: wild speculation by SIP survivor Pete.
1: So maybe he has some photos of Bill Clinton or video of the Duke of whatever Queen Elizabeth's son. He most likely has something right. on Trump. Right.
2: Probably Queen Elizabeth. Probably knows. Queen
1: Elizabeth. <laughs> I mean, the list goes on, like the political donation, like it's sick. This guy's okay. sick, but it also makes you think like how messed up is our, I'm not going to get all political, but like how deep does this go? And like someone wanted this guy to go away because he knows they, all the little dirty secrets. So sure did. anyway, so he allegedly lent girls to powerful people and that's how he was able to integrate himself within these social circles and, and work His this is their theory and to work his way up into being a billionaire status. Um, so let's see that, da, 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 that, um, okay. So four of Epstein's accusers spoke to the Miami Herald, um, which is kind of the first newspaper or journalistic article that broke the case oh. back in 2008. And, um, the first four women that came forward was, uh, the first one was Courtney Wilde and then Michelle Latita. I'm totally not. I'm sorry, ladies. That's fine. Um, Virginia Roberts uh, and then Gina Lisa Jones and they're now all in their 30s and then the new accusers that just came forward is um Sarah Ransom, uh Maria Farmer, Annie Farmer and Jennifer Azeros. Um as well as well as like a ton of unknown John, uh, Jane Does as well. So mm-hmm. Um, let's see, let's start with, so now I'm going to go through the victim. So you have a little background on what a piece of shit he is. There's also a lot of conspiracy theories on his, um, Virgin U S Virgin islands home. Like there's like tunnels supposedly, and there's a, um, a temple where the structure of the way the temple is built and the symbols on the temple date back to like the Syrian, um, supposedly they're, they're drawn connections with like the Syrian, like slave, enclosure so it's so there's just a lot of speculation as to what really happened here um but no one really will ever know now because he's dead so anyway courtney wild she's really the first one to come out and she's been fighting for justice since 2011 when she and another anonymous victim sued um and took epstein to court and um she told the herald that after the first time she met epstein her mother was on drugs and couldn't provide for her and that Jeffrey preyed on girls who were in a bad way. Like um, most men. I mean, like he yeah, basically hand selected what, women that were like, like what or pimps girls do. that were in. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said they were. she was basically homeless. And um, she never really turned him in sooner because she just thought nobody would believe her because they thought she was after money, essentially. Um, but now she's urging other victims to come forward. So, Michelle Lakata or Lachita. Huh, Um, She first met Epstein when she was 16, and she was a sophomore at Palm Beach High School. Oh, my God. And um, at his Palm Beach house. And you'll see, as I list off all these victims, there's a theme in all of them as to what he asked them to do. Um, She... Went to his Palm Beach house, he asked her to take off her bra, touching her with one hand and masturbating with the other, and he kept trying to, like, touch her and and do all these things, and essentially one thing led to another, I'm assuming, but that's all she's, like, disclosed at this point. Um, The next victim is Jenna Lisa Jones, and again, she told the Herald that Epstein molested her when she was 14, and that she was paid $200 to give him a massage at his home. and during the massage she said he always told her to remove all of her clothes and he would fondle her and she said at 14 she thought was 200 was such a lot of money so she did it because she needed the money because again he preyed on girls that needed money um and she said that she knew other girls knew that she would go see epstein and he was paying her and that um they were all from the trailer parks and that they just it was a better life they thought so they would they would do this so um she's been in therapy at this point for 10 years and she's never told her therapist until now
0: oh my god she's kept
1: silent until now and she said if i told quote if i told anybody they would be like you're a whore and you wanted money why would you do that nobody would understand so she never told anybody
0: oh i know i
1: know it's so sad so um virginia roberts Giafre, sorry, was working at um, a restaurant when she was recruited by Epstein's right-hand gal, which was his former lover. Lame. Yeah, to be a masseuse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's the theme. Mm -hmm. And she described her life before an Epstein as um, she went from an abusive situation to being a runaway to living in a foster home. And, um, she said that she was forced to have sex with Epstein and she was also lent out to his friends, Ew. including Prince Andrew, <gasps> Epstein's attorney and Harvard law professor Alan Dershowitz. How old was this girl? Um, at the time she was in, I believe high school or maybe just out of high school because she's working as a, at a um, restaurant. Okay. So, um, yeah, um, she claims that uh, the uh, who is the Harvard law professor, um, she alleges that she had sexual intercourse with him or was forced to at least six times, starting when she was 16.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. no, nope.
1: Um, he denies it, of course, of course, and told her that she just wants his money and they're making up all these false claims and blah, 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 blah. Um, okay, the next vic- victim is um, Sarah Ransom, who says she was introduced to Epstein in 2006 when she was 22. Um, he flew her to his private island in the U.S. Virgin Islands, and he ordered her to have sex with him and various other guests. And she said also that he lent her out to his friends for sex as well, including, and she also lists the, the Harvard Law professor.
0: Did she list, list, list the prince?
1: Mm, no, okay. she did not. That's uh,
0: alarming to me. Just a side note, the prince. Yes,
1: but think about like okay. So I've been watching Harlots.
0: I mean, me too, obviously. So I
1: kind of like,
0: I get it. But dro- it's like maybe not. that's just
1: the way they were. I mean, it's not an excuse. Like there's no excuse for it. But like, do they do these, do these people think they're so rich and powerful that they just think they can do what they want?
0: I just, I guess, I always in my head thought like, royalty was raised in a way that was very proper and very. I don't know. Not
1: this prince, apparently.
0: Apparently not. So
1: there's Maria Farmer and Annie Farmer, their sisters.
0: Oh, I was going to ask you if they were. Yeah.
1: So she, Maria Farmer, who's the oldest sister, she met Epstein in um, and his right hand lady Maxwell, that's her last name, in New York City in 1995. She was 26. She was a grad student. Oh my smart god, smart girl, grad student. Yeah. Um, So she alleges that the pair, um, they were sexually assaulted at Les Wexler's mansion in Ohio, which is the guy that owns Victoria's Secret. Mm -hmm. And they also molested her underage sister at the New Mexico ranch. She says that when she went to the police after her attack, she was told to contact the FBI, which she did. And to her knowledge that the first person to, she was the first person to report Epstein and Maxwell, um, which wasn't necessarily true. Well, to the FBI it was, but not to the local officials um she said that uh there was a journalist that was working on a article write-up in Vanity Fair that somehow she got in contact to or in contact with and she was going to include her statement in this Vanity Fair article and then last minute she was told um the editor for Vanity Fair was told to cut that piece out of the article so my point is is he had a lot of high connections and probably they didn't want this to come out or I don't know so crazy. I know, I know. So um, that was her and her sister. It happened to both of them. And then um, the last one is uh, Jennifer Aranez. And um, recently she appeared on the Today Show where she told Savannah Gunther, which uh, is actually also listed as someone that has been to his islander has some connection to him probably not in that way but i mean he had a lot of connections but i just thought that was kind of weird she was 14 when she was recruited outside of her new york city high school and introduced to epstein for the next year she says that she went to epstein's townhouse once or twice a week to massage him in her underwear and one day she said epstein told her to get on top of him naked and she refused and then he raped her (gasps) Yes. Um, After the attack, she suffered intense anxiety and panic attacks and dropped out of school. And the only thing she said, she regrets not coming in or, uh, you know, coming forward earlier. And she said she was afraid to come forward. And she said she wishes she would have because she could have saved a lot of girls' lives or had somehow changed it. Um, Also, one of these girls, I think it was her. She was also a recruiter for him. And she was, um, or no, it was wild. The first girl that I covered, she actually recruited between 70 and 80 girls <gasps> from her high school and like the junior high to go to Epstein's house. And like, she was a part of the ring. And she said at one point, Epstein, it was never enough. Like there were never enough girls. Like he, she just had to keep recruiting and recruiting and recruiting. And she's having a really hard time with herself these days because she's, I mean, she's. she didn't know, you know, whatever. She was a part of the trap. So um So, yeah, those are the eight victims that have come forward so far. I'm sure there will be many more. Mm -hmm. Um, There's not a lot of backstory on them because they're still probably pretty private. A lot of them have changed their names at this point. But I also have a couple notes that um, some political donations that he's made. And it's funny because he's donated to both the Democratic and Republican parties. Uh-huh. He's also donated a lot of money to the Clinton Foundation. And like I said, Bill Clinton has been tied to him at least 26 times on his flights. Um, he has a private plane. And it's just really shady. And it, obviously more information is going to unfold. He was really into genetic engineering. Huh? He, he put a lot of money into science for... Um, artificial intelligence and genetic engineering. Also, he had recently uh, stated that he was um, actually in August. It was reported... This month that he had planned to seed the human race with his DNA by impregnating up to 20 women at a time using a New Mexico compound as a baby ranch where mothers would give... He's just bananas. The guy's bananas and... He was
0: going to have a baby ranch where he would impregnate women mm -hmm. with his demon sperm.
1: He was really into cryonetics. cryonetics, which is basically... I feel like it's similar to like what the Nazis thought was yeah. like they yeah. wanted like a certain so like race he, and they wanted a so certain So he wanted
0: yeah. a like a mega race. This
1: guy was bananas.
0: What a fucking So that's Jeffrey nut Epstein.
1: Job. I I'm sorry it was all over the place, but there's just so much information and I wanna keep covering it as it like it's so interesting to me. And I feel like I didn't quite do it hundred percent full justice, but there's just so much coming out on it. Like I started this on like three days ago and a lot more has come out since then. So I really wanted to just highlight his victims because I feel like they've been silenced for so long and they've been afraid to come out because he's so powerful. That's Um, terrifying. Yeah. Just because
0: someone has that much money and has that much dirt on other powerful people that Mm -hmm. like normal people who are being affected and lives ruined can't, Say anything, no, and no
1: one believes them because they're it's very similar to like prostitutes or sex yeah. workers, yeah, where like that's why sometimes they murder like serial killers go after them because they're untraceable because they think yeah. that they're untraceable. Well, and that's the,
0: there was the Cleveland Strangler mm-hmm. who killed I don't know how many women
1: like eight, or was it, it more? Was
0: a, no, it was like a lot. I just listened to. I don't know what podcast it was, but they were talking about that. And here's the interesting part. Everyone could smell something terrible cuz buried his oh, victims yes. in the house. And um <sighs> but he he lived right next to a sausage place. And so he so they blamed just associated it. He, bl- he would say, "Oh, it's the sausage factory. Like they when they throw out like the scraps, they let them rot and it smells terrible. It's not my house. It's the it's the sausage and place." And it was just the dead bodies in no, his house. No, it was just the dead bodies that he in had hiding under his you know floorboards did anyone survive that no yeah oh maybe we should that's, we should do like a yeah that's mm, how that's how they found him i believe is that there was one woman who got away she woke gross. up and yeah I'll, I'll do it one day okay
1: um anyway so that's jeffrey epstein oh lord dumb face and his amazing victims His dumb dick he
0: <sighs>
1: there's and, and if you're into conspiracy theories Again, I didn't want to necessarily go down that rabbit hole because some it's of them were a little one. weird. Like the temple thing was a little weird. I don't know that I buy that, but it also did have a lock on the outside, which is weird.
0: Anytime there's a lock on the outside of anything, I don't feel good about it. Yeah, it was it was bad. Can you imagine if you went and like you were like looking for a new house and you went to the basement door and there was a lock on the outside and you're like, oh, this oh ain't good. No. No, 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 oh no, yeah, yeah, you so. can't buy that house then. Just <sighs> so you know, gross. Okay.
1: Let's do a light heart. If yours is more lighthearted. Yes, very much. Good, so. I need more wine.
0: <laughs> Get more wine. Ahoy. Are you looking for something naughty to spice up your wardrobe? That's N a U T I as in nautical. Check out the fantastic apparel at the savvy anchor. They have everything you need for that pirate or mermaid in your life. Everything, but the water, of course, the
1: Savvy Anchor specializes in nautical apparel for men and women. Their super soft garments will soon become your favorite thing to wear. Be prepared for compliments. Load
0: up on booty today. <laughs> Sorry, that made me giggle. Savvy Anchor is offering 30% discount uh, to sip, survive repeat listeners. You heard that right, 30% visit savvyanchor.com to get your sip
1: survive discount by using offer code sipsurvive. Save 30% off regular priced items. Discount does not apply, don't even try it, to sale or clearance items. Shipping
0: is always free for orders over $50. Again, save 30% with code sipsurvive at savvyanchor s a v v y anchor a n c h o r.com. Listen, Spelling anchor is harder than it looks. Start living the naughty life with savvy anchor apparel. What are you waiting for? Ahoy, matey. <laughs> I had to. Oh my God, I need to take, hold on, I need a breath. okay. <clears throat> okay, Kenny, more wine? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. great. Uh, okay, everybody palate cleanse. You're all Got good. It. okay good. Right.
1: Normally good. I would put an animal cracker in my mouth at this time, but
0: I'm not. I had a giant Reuben for lunch, and then I said, why can't I lose weight? I'm on a diet. I'm on a diet. and I, I forgot. It. I ate a Reuben and some sweet potato fries and a regular Coke. You're welcome. That sounds so good right now. It was so good. There was okay. Thousand Island dressing coming out my ears. It was oh, good. I love Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That was a good palate cleanser talking about Reubens. Okay. Yeah. Great. I'm doing the story of Peter Fruyschen.
1: Oh, they're going to say Frampton. I don't no. know.
0: <sighs> Peter I don't know why I thought that
1: because I'm mildly drunk. So sorry, Peter Fruyschen. Peter
0: Fruyschen. Okay. The real most interesting man in the world. Ooh. This article was written by Katie Serena. Oh. It was published in 2017, but she updated it in 2018. Oh. I don't okay. know why. It didn't say what updates Maybe there me, was but... just
1: some extra little added notes to it.
0: All right. So, uh Freuschen was born, and I hope I'm saying that right, but he he was born it's in Denmark. Fine. I just
1: botched all those names, it's so. Cool. He
0: was born in Denmark uh, in 1886. So we're taking it way, way back. back. Way back. Uh, his father was a businessman and he wanted nothing more than a stable life for his son. So his dad was very much into like order and stability and like okay. that's what he wanted for his son. So Froshan Uh, Because he wanted to please his father, said, fine, I'm going to enroll in the University of Copenhagen, and I'm going to study medicine. Okay. I'm going to be a doctor. All right. But soon, Freudian realized that life indoors was not the life for him.
1: (laughs) I understand.
0: (laughs) So, um He said, My father craved order and stability and I crave exploration and
1: danger. Surprise. The opposite.
0: Danger. your parents want for you. I will say, as far as opposites go, like my parents are the probably neatest, cleanest people you've ever met. And my house looks like a bomb went off in it. It does not. I've
1: seen No, it does not. But you are typically the opposite of your parents. I know. Right? Yeah. Kenny, are you?
2: Uh in some parts, yeah, it's yeah. so. Yeah. I mean, obviously, qualities are the same, but yeah,
0: I still have qualities of my yeah. parents. Like, I feel like I get hyper about certain. But certain stuff like things they, do.
1: they like forced upon you. Yeah, I feel no, like I hear like like, the opposite of yes,
0: yes. It, yeah, the cleanliness thing was always like force. Clean so, your room, clean your room, clean your room. Clean I'm going to clean room. my room what I want. And now I just don't.
1: Now, guess what, Mom?
0: Guess what I don't do? I clean don't clean my, my room. room. Hmm.
2: Sorry,
0: Mom. <laughs> <I> love you. <laughs> uh, okay, so naturally, he dropped out of school. And he's decided to begin a life of exploration. Okay. I mean, it's the 1800s. I
1: get well, it. Now it's 1906. Oh, 1906.
0: It was 1886. So now it's 1906. So that makes him 20. Math. 30. 1886 to
2: 1906. 30. Just No, kidding. 20. 20. Yeah. Yes, I so was
0: right the first time. Math. Doing Ooh. the math. Do it right all day long. So he is, it's 1906 and he makes his first expedition to America, Greenland. Oh, the country we want to buy. Ugh.
1: That's a political joke.
0: Lame. <laughs> it's so annoying. Yuck. Ugh. Okay. Okay. So, Sorry. I digress. Which is funny because if you guys don't know, uh, Greenland is actually very icy mm-hmm. and not super inhabitable because Yikes. of that. Whereas Iceland is much more green. I don't know why they name these countries these things countries but it's fine whatever he goes to greenland uh he takes his friend nude Rasmussen. (gasps)
1: good job thank you it sounds like it's right
0: it's spelled k-n-u-d and i did oh i
1: totally would have been like Knud.
0: oh i i did google pronunciation (laughs) good for you yay uh so they sailed to denmark as far north as they could uh and then they had to leave their ship just fucking abandon their ship. What? And then they took a dog sled. Terrifying. Okay. <laughs> What's wrong? with So that? I have a really
1: dumb question. Yeah. I know they're exploring. Is Greenland already like discovered at this point?
0: Yes. I'm going to okay. get into that. In a okay.
1: Sec. So that's not a dumb question. No, I okay. didn't know either.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So they left their ship. They got on a dog sled. They rode it for over 600 miles. What? Yeah. What the fuck. <laughs> I've been on a dog sled. I haven't. Well, oh. you've been to Alaska. I've been to Alaska, so I went on a dog How sled. How was it, it? So fun! It's so fast. I would totally be into that. It's Are the so dogs fast. hurt though? No, they enjoy it. Yes, okay. and you're like, not her- like whipping them or anything. It's no. not. Okay, it's it's mostly voice command. At least oh. the dog sledding that I did. You was, did the good
1: dog sled, right? Yeah.
0: So, but and I did it where somebody was standing, and mm. I was like the, um, <gasps> I was like the cargo. So I was like, yes, sitting that's what I want to be. Just sit. And there the and dogs enjoy were it. like flipping snow in my face and i was like ah
1: so cool (laughs) it
0: was really fun okay so um on their travels they met and traded with inuit people okay and you may be like jenny what's inuit and i I said the same thing i I was thinking it but so i googled it (laughs) who are the inuits they're the aboriginal inhabitants of north american arctic so it's for people from the bering strait to east greenland okay and it covers a distance of over six thousand kilometers i did not look that up in miles whatever whatever um they're also the inhabitants of arctic canada and they also live in northern alaska and greenland so they like the cold and they have close relatives in russia so, so yeah, they're cold it's people not, it sounds a bit like maybe eskimo eskimo ish yeah yeah, would be my guess is i i don't want to generalize descendants of the eskimos sure 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 sure, sure. um so <laughs> that's what they did is they kind of befriended them they learned their language they learned how to hunt and do all that stuff with them so so the they inuit, were good explorers they didn't like yeah they weren't trying to take over yeah. they just wanted to explore shit great so uh the inuit people cover your ears danelle hunted walruses whales seals and even polar bears okay but
1: they probably ate their meat they sure did because they had so, to that's what they had they, 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 that's the thing i get it if you can't have flipping cows up there there's no grass if it's the 1900s <laughs> yeah. and you can't source
0: food and that's what you eat that's fine that's what's but up there today that's not acceptable that's no. my speech correct well. uh so he found it very easy for him to fit in because freutian was six foot seven oh <gasps> What? That's right. So uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a picture of Kenny. He's six four, so you got to imagine three more inches on top of that. That's very tall. tall.
1: Very tall. I almost want Kenny to go stand by my door
0: frame just to like envision. Like you think that's six seven? It's probably se- a seven foot door frame. Oh, you think? I think. But Kenny, go stand by it. We're gonna go stare at you. All right. <laughs> Kenny's walking. Hold on. Oh, and that's. Oh no. No. That, that's so six seven. foot
1: seven is. It's like the it's height probably of a door taller frame. than that though. That's tall. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I just when I needed a visual. We need And I'm drinking a... and I'm drinking 15% wine, so Ooh, I got lots of questions <laughs> right now.
0: Okay. So he's six foot seven, and he was uniquely qualified especially for handling taking down polar bears. Oh. Um, so there's a picture and I will put it on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And he, it's this hilarious, so he was married three times and I'll get into that too. His third wife and him, it's a picture of him and his third wife. He's standing and she's seated, I believe. And he's wearing this huge polar bear fur coat and he looks hilarious. Like he's just so, he just, just fucking huge. It's real fun. Uh, but he, he made that polar bear coat out of a polar bear. He killed himself. And ate the meat first, probably. Of course. And then- that's. I mean, again, that's what they had to eat up there because there ain't no grass for right. cows and stuff. Okay. In 1910, uh, they, uh, him, Freuchen, and his friend Nude Rasmussen, huh? <laughs> established a trading post in Cape York, Greenland. Okay. And they named it. I didn't look this one up. Trading Post. Oh. <laughs> Thule. Thule. Tool. T-H-U-L-E. Probably tool for tool. sure. <laughs> and it came from the, t- the term Ultima tool. And it was a medieval cartographer. I don't know what that is. I should have looked that That's up. That's fine. No. Anyway. You don't need to look that up. It's fine. It, it meant a place beyond the borders of the world. That's all we need to know. So it, it basically, it's like, yeah, we're way up in the middle of no fucking And where. we know it. Yeah. And we know it. And we like it. And we're proud. So... Uh, that base became the, like, base for seven expeditions, so him and Rasmussen would go back and forth between Denmark and Greenland, and they use this as their, like, jumping off point for all of their expeditions, so they would, like, gather supplies and all that stuff there, and then go. So, uh, the expeditions, the seven that they did, uh, happened between 1912 and 1933, that that started from Tool and went out to Greenland, um... So he also, between 1910 and 1924, uh, when anyone came to visit Greenland and they stopped by the tool trading post, trading post he would um, lecture them about the Inuit culture. Oh,
1: that's great. Um, and kind what of, a great guy. Yeah.
0: And so he would kind of explain like mm-hmm. the unexplored areas of the Arctic that he had seen and like kind of just give his perspective as an explorer. So he was like a really cool, like literally yeah. the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, he, this is where, this is where the survival part comes (laughs) in. I really, I'm really excited to tell you about it. (laughs) I gotta tell you something. I got, listen, I have a secret. (laughs) (laughs) I have a secret. (laughs) Okay. So one of his first expeditions from tool, uh, he embarked to go test a theory that claimed that there was a channel that divided Greenland and Perryland. I had to look that up. Perryland is a peninsula in northern Greenland extending into the Arctic Ocean. It is considered the northernmost land in the world. Oh. Okay. So the expedition involves 620-mile trek across icy Greenland. I'm ugh, hoping he used no the dog sled you. for that shit because, good Lord, you ugh, better not be on foot. You know how floor. I feel about being cold. Ugh. Mm. I'm, I'm totally into it. I am I love cold. Ugh. I mean, if I have the right equipment. Right. And I'm okay. sure he did. Yes. Uh, so...
1: I mean, he had a polar bear for a code. He's he, fine.
0: He did. <laughs> okay. So during the trip, Freyshen claimed uh, he wrote an autobiography named Vagrant Viking. And this was part of this book. Uh, it was the first successful trip across Greenland, according to Freyshen. <laughs> we don't according to himself. know <laughs> uh, His crew, including his dog sled and him, got caught in a blizzard. Froyshon attempted to take cover under his dog sled. So he kind of built himself a little ramshackle. Okay, like a little fort. Yeah. Type thing. Um, he said it was basically a coffin sized tomb <laughs> oh. of ice and snow. Uh-uh. Because once he put the dog sled over himself, and it was like this little, like, what did you just call it? Like a, a fort. Fort. Um, I had to think about the, that. Like the, <laughs> the ice and snow started building up around the dog. Oh, no, he was like, and so trapped. And once it happened, the ice started freezing harder and harder and harder. So oh, no. it literally turned into a coffin. Oh no! <laughs> so he's stuck in a blizzard ice coffin. Um, okay, so he tried really hard to claw his way out with his bare hands. <gasps> He then used a frozen bear skin that he had with him. Well, it was Uh a bear skin he had with him that had froze. Right. So he tried to use that. Um, He, while he was trying to escape, his beard, he had a real big thick beard. Froze to the (gasps) runners of the sled because it was cold and he was probably sweating trying to get out. And it ripped out a big portion of his beard. Kenny, can you imagine that? that
2: Well, that would hurt for sure.
0: (laughs) I imagine it's like getting a wax when you didn't want one. Oh on the face. And even when you do or anywhere. No, it just yeah.
1: Never. Okay. Even your
0: eyebrows getting waxed hurts. Hurts. Everything hurts. Okay. Okay. So um, he this is his quote. I'm gonna just read you this quote because I think he says it best. Quote What a way to die. I gave up once more, and I let the hours pass without another move. But I recovered my strength while I rested, and my morale improved. I was alive after all. I had not eaten for hours, but my digestion felt right. Do you think he's intermittent
1: fasting? Yes. Sorry. Yes. I'm doing it the right way. You know what? I bet he
0: loses weight. He doesn't gain weight like me. (laughs) And then I got a new idea. I had often seen dogs dung in the sled track. And had noticed that it would freeze as solid as a rock.
1: Oh.
0: Would not the cold have the same effect on human discharge? Oh. Oh. Repulsive as the thought was, I decided to try an experiment. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. I moved my bowels. And from the excrement, I managed to fashion a chisel-like instrument, which I left to freeze. Oh, shit. Literally. I was patient. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But again, I would have never thought that. I did not want to risk breaking my new tool by using it too soon. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. At last, I decided to try my chisel. And it worked. Yay. (laughs) He used a pooper, legit
1: pooper scooper.
0: He did. (laughs) Just hold on. I I can't take full credit for knowing that this was like a story that we should do. Um, I was going to
1: ask you how you found this because I'm having a hard time. People write in stories. I'm having a hard time.
0: I can't stop laughing about the poop chisel.
1: It's a legit poop chisel. Yeah. Do you think he, like, carved the sides of it to make it pointy? Or...
0: I'm assuming so. I mean, Hmm. right? Hold on. Where do I find this?
1: And what if you just... Oh, did someone write a
2: review with it?
0: They wrote a review. I will read the review and then I will read the... Hey, hey
2: Jenny, could you speak into the mic?
0: Oh, sorry. (laughs) This is what happens when you have 15% wine. (laughs) We're drunk and I am talking about stuff. (laughs) Chisels. Okay. Hashtag. Megan Scott wrote, Hilarious crew and absolutely amazing stories and storytelling. Thanks, Megan. So underrated. We agree. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to us. Um, okay I just want to find I want to make sure She's the right one Who sent me this Kenny edit this out Wow well, yeah, It's this, not
2: that bad
1: I mean I'm mm-hmm. just
0: I'm just looking Kenny's like
1: there's been worse Trust me
0: There's been <laughs> way worse Alright I'm It's loading My phone's taking forever So I'll look in a second. So I'm visiting Poop chisel
1: We're yeah. there So he's okay. scooping
0: his way out He got out Okay Okay So the improvisation Had to continue When he returned to camp Why you may ask he found that his toes had become gangrenous. Oh no. And his leg had been taken over by frostbite. Did he cut his toes off with a poop chisel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that could cause some serious
0: okay. issues. Doing what any hardened explorer would do, he amputated the gangrenous toes himself, sans anesthesia. Ah <sighs> and had his leg replaced with a peg. <laughs> so now
1: he's a pirate
0: yeah sorry (laughs) I'm sorry did he
1: did he continue to explore
0: yeah but he didn't cut it off with the poop chisel he used well I think I know I was joking I didn't think he
1: really did that I know I say dumb things a lot but I did not think
0: that. (laughs) so he was at the camp and he used um like a little clampy thingy to cut his toes off and I think the leg removal happened a little later
1: oh okay like scissors like a Um, clampy thing like I don't what do you think? It was like a saw. No, oh. they had a picture of it. It, okay. it looks well, like
0: it kind of looked like big nail clippers, but okay. like but like toe sized. Okay, so got it. Gross, gross. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he would from time to time return to Denmark. Mm-hmm. Um, in the late nineteen twenties, he joined the Social Democrats movement. Um, he became editor in chief of the Ude. Jem I mm-hmm. uh, don't okay. know uh, in World War II he was the center of political drama oh and here's the reason why which I love him even more for Freudian never tolerated discrimination of any kind nice he loved people he loved meeting them he loved learning their languages loved how they yeah Like how much how they he respected lived. the I mean he yeah the indigenous he, people yeah Um, and so anytime he heard someone making anti-Semitic comments, he would walk up to them all six foot seven and say, I'm Jewish, even though he wasn't, but he would, he would just tell them I'm Jewish because he wanted to scare them with his like huge frame. Like I heard what you said, like, and I'm Jewish. So say it to me. Badass. And this guy cut off his own leg. I mean, let's be honest. He is crazy and I love it. Um, so he was actively involved in the Danish resistance, um, and he fought Nazi occupation in Denmark. Uh he was such a big threat that Hitler himself had a search party out to arrest (gasps) him.
1: I love him. A movie should be made about this guy.
0: I agree. Sony, get on it. Hello. Uh so he was arrested in France under Nazi occupation. Mm, Dicks. But He escaped the Nazis. Of course he did. Of course he did. With one leg. He's got a fucking peg leg and he's like, bye. (laughs) Um, He escaped the Nazis and he fled back to Sweden. Okay. Uh, He had three wives and I can't pronounce any of their names. I'm going to be honest with you. The one lady he married named Mecca Pollock. Sure. Sure. They had a son and I'm not going to say his first two names, but the last name I'm going to spell for you real quick. Okay, so their, their one son was, uh, uh, well, Sam, Makasak, Avatak, and here's the last part. I-G-I-M-A-Q-S-S-U-S-U-K-T-O-R-A-N-G-U-A-P-A-L-U-K. Like, what the, that's got more letters than the alphabet. What do you yeah. do?
2: Go ahead and try to pronounce that.
0: Okay. Like that. Yeah, will you please? Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it sounds right.
0: That, I can Nailed see it on a jersey it. now. Nailed it. It's perfect. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and then he had a daughter with a similarly awful pronouncing name. <laughs> anyway, uh, his wife actually succumbed to the Spanish flu in 1921. There was a big mm. flu epidemic in the late 1918, oh. 19 or 18, wait, I'm sorry. 1918 to oh. 1920, I think. If you okay. listen to this podcast, I'll kill you. They have a flu episode. It's very good. Um. Anyway. In the end, he uh, he ended up with a Danish-Jewish fashion illustrator named Dagmar Cohn, and they actually moved to New York. Um, be- oh, God, I just clicked on something. Oh, oh no. Fudge. Oh, fudge, hold Doug. on. Doug? Oh, there's a video starting.
1: <laughs> Jenny, go back to the paper. Okay, hold on. <laughs> print your, print oh your stories. Oh,
0: my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay. Do you have a sweat stash yet? Here we go. A little bit. Um, <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh so they moved to New York because his third wife fucking had a job with Vogue magazine. Oh, yes. And she's a
1: badass, too. And yeah, we want all the good people. Come on.
0: Yeah. So um, he joined the New York Explorers Club. Oh. And a painting of him still hangs on the wall among other taxidermied heads of exotic wildlife. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, you know what would be more awful, though, if it was like, and his taxidermied head is hung on the wall I know, that's what, yeah <laughs> i when but i first read it i was to like have a Wait painting a minute. listen if
1: you want to hang my painting anywhere i don't give a shit but
0: preferably not with taxidermy wildlife with but
1: maybe, whatever
0: whatever i'll take it all right at least he wasn't taxidermied because when i first read it that's what you i thought that's what like, you read Wait a minute and i wasn't drunk it's like mm-hmm. was i drunk no i only had a couple glasses of wine last night anyway he unfortunately passed. <laughs> he passed away at the age of 71, which I feel like is fairly young, but again, it was 1957, so like, I don't Actually, know. Actually, I feel like that's old for 57, but Sure. Okay. Um, and he, it was three days after he completed his final book, oh. The Book of Seven Seas. Oh. His ashes were scattered over <gasps> Tule, Greenland, where his life as, as an adventurer love. began.
1: Yeah. The end. That's a great story. What a good, Kenny, you're picking from now on who goes first. Okay. That's a good, That's a lighthearted, good a ending. Good, well,
0: I mean, he dug his way out of somewhere with a With a, a, poop, shit. With a poop. A piece of shit. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> it was, yes, it was Megan Scott who wrote us that lovely review. Uh, she said, uh, wasn't sure if this wasn't sure if this is where to send recommendations, but I thought this could be an interesting story. Love the podcast. Megan,
1: perfect. Thank you. Megan,
0: it was amazing. You sent this to me. I looked it up. I said, there and is Jenny a- stole it. I did. Fuck you yeah. You got a good one. Hey. Hey, you know what? You you get you involved it. on social media more. You, you, man- can, you like, can steal shit. them too.
1: Wait, you manage it. Never mind. I have, <laughs> I have no comeback to that. Kenny, Um, send me stories.
0: Next time we get a good one, I'll send it to you. I promise. No, don't. No, I will. I will.
1: That's that's what you get for handling the social media. I don't do anything, you guys.
2: Next time I find a story, I'll give it to Danelle.
0: Okay. Okay. I don't blame you.
1: I got one in the bag for next week. Oh, wait. No, we're doing...
0: Oh, we have a yeah, we have a special we have to record next yeah. Week, so anyway, anyway, um, that was great. Thank you. So if like you it. get stuck, you can shit. And now and I then, know I can poop in the ice and build it a. Has to, here's the thing: don't poop if it's not cold enough to freeze, because otherwise you're just going to be smearing shit on what, the wall.
2: What temperature <laughs> does poop freeze at? I
0: probably. I, I would think the water, right?
2: Okay. I mean, I but guess. But do you think it's like solid enough at that?
0: No, it mm. probably needs to be pretty darn cold. Probably I'm,
2: around five, five. I just degrees.
0: here's. We oh, should, again a word of warning if you are stuck in a cave and it's above freezing do not shit and hope for a dagger it's, it's not gonna, not gonna happen. happen
1: and you're just gonna you're just gonna be
0: hanging out with your own shit yeah, yeah. you would and have more miserable
2: fashioned it into a dagger and it's just gonna be a soft lump
0: when you start chiseling <laughs> away stop it's just gonna smear <laughs> it's not smear smear it's a smear it's not gonna be good <laughs> Okay, so that's my story. But again, I love these
1: stories because that's something I would have never thought to do.
0: I just (laughs) clearly—I mean, I didn't even take a shit until Megan was like, "Hey, you should do this," and I was like, "Good idea." I wonder if
1: you pee on it, will it freeze? Like, let's say you take a number two, yeah, and it's in the snow, and then you pee on it. I thought the same thing while
2: Jenny was saying this.
0: Wow, I didn't even think of that, guys. You guys, it's like we're survivalists. I'm really smart. Like, we aren't into weapons here, but we are into poop daggers. But if you need to make a poop
1: dagger, I know how to do it now. (laughs) Kenny, weird news. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Can it get weirder than this? No.
2: Uh, It's a weird story. She wanted a late night hookup, but Mm -hmm. he fell asleep. So she what? Put on Netflix. Mm -hmm. No, I'm kidding.
0: That's not my... Oh, that's not not your answer. No, no. Okay, he wait, she wanted a hookup. She wanted he a late night
2: hookup, but he fell asleep. So she what?
0: Is it gruesome?
2: Uh no, I wouldn't say it's gruesome.
1: She my answer is always stupid. She um had sex with an armchair. I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Um Jenny, we need you for this. I know,
0: I know, I know. Come on. Oh, oh, I, see, I'm, my mind immediately is like super sexual. I just
1: picture me too. Well, I picture her humping an armchair because it's like oh,
0: I pictured Pick, her picture
2: more revenge.
0: Oh. I no, I pictured her sticking something on his butt. Oh,
2: okay, oh,
0: that's uh. revenge.
2: That's revenge. <laughs> it's revenge. She burned his house down.
0: Oh, now stop that! No, <laughs> that was such a mom comment. Now stop that! Now stop that! You, you put that down. Goose.
1: You put that down. <laughs>
0: what was he in the house?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> honey, just wake him up. He invited her over for late night sex, but then fell asleep and didn't hear her at the door.
1: Oh, well, so, I'd be kind of pissed too. Yeah. I drove all that way
2: uh wait let me find so she uh went to the gas station down the road Mm -hmm. bought lighter fluid and matches Mm. and set the front door on fire naturally
0: you know how you do
2: he then uh woke up to smoke and the entrance obviously on fire and broke out one of the windows in order to get away obviously so
0: did she burn the whole house down
2: um i don't know what the final damage was but
0: just i feel like she should have just broken in she should have just went and yeah, had she,
1: sex. I Here's mean, the thing. You're a girl. Go have sex with somebody else. I mean, Not to I, be like, not to be crude,
0: but do it. Yeah. I mean, so, don't wait on this
2: loser. This town that happened is called Woodbury. I'm assuming it's a very Are small town. Are you sure town. it's not called Woodburn? Woodburn. But
0: something... <laughs> 15%! You guys, we should only drink 15% alcohol yeah. from now on. Sorry, listeners. Uh,
2: <laughs> so something interesting about this small town, this is the second time this year a woman was accused of setting fire to a man's home. The other time... Yes. 33-year-old Tasha Young was... Um, what was it? Oh, she uh, was engaged in, threesome, with, in a threesome at her boyfriend's house, then became angry when he sent her home and the other woman stayed. Yeah. She then bought lighter fluid... And matches from the same gas station. You know what I'm gonna say?
0: I'm gonna blame the gas station. I am too. Speedway,
1: quit selling that. Don't
0: sell it. If it's four
2: a.m. and a woman comes in with asking for matches and lighter fluid, don't do it.
0: it. Especially if she has crazy eyes. I bet these women both had fucking crazy eyes. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing: if I'm coming to your house at three a.m. and you're asleep.
0: I'm not coming a, to anyone's a, house
1: at 3 a.m. Well, no, but let's, let's say let's say we're up. young and in our 20s. I'm going to show up at your house at 3 a.m. A, I'm not going to because I'm already in bed still in my 20s. But if I do, yeah, I'm going to be pissed too. But guess what? I'm never coming to your house again.
0: Yeah, that's the revenge.
1: That's it. Then you go right. Then well, you you just you're not Miss
0: Punani again. Hey, goodbye. Goodbye. It's as simple as that, honey. Yeah, there's no need to burn shit down. <sighs> I'm wondering if she was on something like drugs or yeah. alcohol. Probably. Maybe she was drinking 15% wine. You never know. Watch out. You know what she should have done? <laughs> she should have shat and let it freeze and then broke <laughs> in with a shit dagger. She <laughs> shut up. I'm just saying. That's it's like a, it's like what a new should thing. Have happened. It's a new thing.
1: That's yeah,
0: amazing it's kind of amazing
1: (laughs) or she could have sex with the armchair as I suggested (laughs) I think that's just Kenny you didn't say she was stuck outside that changes everything
0: I feel like that's your fault I
2: was just just reading the headline
0: mm -hmm. (laughs) okay so um, thank you guys for listening it's off the rails it's fine it's fine we're good Um, if you guys would like to uh, help this podcast out we are still accepting Patreon donations but only for a little bit further more why I don't know I'm just kidding <laughs> she's,
1: the way you she's said making
0: that. it a limited time offer because of
1: the way you said that it sounded like we were only doing it for like a certain amount <laughs> oh, of time sorry I
0: didn't mean it we're still accepting them we're still accepting them forever <laughs> um we have all different levels and as some of our current patrons can tell you if you donate at the I believe it's five or ten dollar level you get a personalized message from either Callie the bulldog or Donna the horse and they're hilarious and they're you can keep them forever funny. yeah so uh, if you haven't, make sure you check that out. You can go on to Patreon.com and then just look for Sip Survivor Pete. Uh, you can donate $1 or you can donate up to 10 That's our or, highest level. Or, I mean, you can donate more than that if you want to get crazy. We if you want to keep buying us 15% wine, just listen. That's what we want. Kim, <laughs> Kim, I believe, is the one who gave us enough money to buy a bottle of wine every month. <gasps> So I'm gonna say thank you to her. Thanks, Kim. This is cheers to you. Cheers. This is on you. Um, and then follow us on social and we will see you guys next week. And, Bye.
2: and don't oh. forget to rate us or review oh. us on iTunes. Oh. Oh, yeah. If you review we get 50. us. Yeah, if you review us on iTunes, send us a screenshot. We'll send you a sticker.
0: That's right. We have these awesome, large sub Survivor Pete stickers. They're pretty cool. So rate, review, subscribe, and send us a screenshot put in the subject line or somewhere in the message, if you do it on social, that it's for a sticker uh, and then include your, uh, your mailing address so I can send it to you. So um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye guys. Hey guys, it's Jenny from sip, survive, repeat, and we love our listeners, but we want to get some more ratings and reviews. So if you guys could log on to Apple Podcasts, and then give us a rating and a review, we'll send you a sticker. All you need to do is send us a screenshot of your rating and your review to either our email, Sipsurviverepeat at gmail.com, or direct message us, or DM us as the kids like to say, on any social media so all you have to do again is rate and review on apple podcasts and take a screenshot of that and send it to us at one of the channels i just mentioned and we'll send you a sip survive repeat sticker and it's big you guys size of your hand at least so again send it to us and we'll see you soon